Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Split Decision. You're with uh, me, Tom, Taku, and a special guest of ours who we're good friends with, an AFL footballer for the Adelaide Crows, Lockie Gollett. Say hi, mate. Hey guys, how you going? Thanks for having me. No, no problem, mate. Now, oh, before thanks we get for joining into, us. <laughs> <laughs> before we get into the episode, <laughs> um, we got to mention our sponsors, Kremlin and Mahogany. You know, the usual, they're in the description. Uh, go on Kremlin's website, Mahogany's Instagram. They've got new stuff out, new t-shirts, new hoodies. And uh, keep your eyes open for some mahogany uh, merch and all that stuff. So, yeah. Also, check out all our uh, social medias, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Yeah, you, you ki- intros, you're killing the intro. <laughs> <laughs> you're really killing the intro. I love it. Nah, I good love job, it. bro. Good job. Bro. Hey, are we going to cut that out or are we just going to leave no, that in? <laughs> just roll. Just roll. Bro. Just roll. Oh, <laughs> so, you're going to be I can't take anything seriously. <laughs> all right. Now, let's just get stuck into the questions. So, Colin, mate, our first question for you is, like, how old when you first started playing football? Like, what was your first memory with football? Uh, I was six when I started. Um, So, I started playing in the under-9s down at St. Bernard's, which was my local club. Um, Not really sure what my first memory was, but uh, I was playing with guys a bit older than me. Um, So, it was just good to meet all these new guys um, and I became friends with them and I'm still friends with them to this day. So it's a really good, really good experience to get, get down there early. Um, you, so you grew up in Melbourne. Um, it, obviously, footy is a big part of like the Melbourne culture, but do you have a specific reason why you had started playing football? Um, well, I actually lived in England for a couple of years. So um, I played soccer and a tiny bit of rugby over there um, and coming back to Australia... I was about six years old and my dad actually wanted me to play soccer, but he, he saw the fees, like the annual fees. He's like, no, nah, you're not playing that. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, he, he's like, I reckon we should start you on footy. And I was like, yeah, whatever, let's do it. Um, and I just started um, enjoying it a lot. And as you said, big part of the culture, my family is a massive footy family. So just rode the wave and yeah, love playing it. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, you also, you also played a bit of basketball for the prestigious uh, 10 Cs. Rep, rep, rep. He played 10 Cs, pegs. I was going to say, kid, uh, kid was balling out. He carried us 99% of the time when I wasn't no, training boys. game-winning, when I was uh, hitting those game-winning free throws. Oh, my God. Without fail, every episode. <laughs> nah, At least Golan um, was there to experience them. <laughs> Mate, it was it was good fun playing with you boys. Good memories. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you were a kid, Gollum, did you hit that realization that you were going to take it like further, like take it pro at any point? Um, not really. Like as a kid growing up, it was always the dream. Like everyone, everyone who plays footy as a kid, the dream is to play AFL. So I always sort of dreamed about it. And and as I started getting older, I realized that like I was pretty good at it, but I was never really great. So. I wasn't um, really involved in like the the elite programs, like the Calder Cannons didn't really get invited there until my draft year. So um, as the years went on, I sort of thought, yeah, maybe, maybe I probably won't make it. Um, so it was only really until sort of six months before the draft that when I got called up to Calder that I thought, oh, maybe there's a bit of interest. Um, but until then, um, didn't really have any inkling that I'd, that I'd make it in the end, but yeah. Here I am now, so happy, happy that I'm here. <laughs> Inside so, the knowledge of you. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusives. Exclusives. Um, 
So growing up, who were sort of those football idols that you had that you still wanted to model your game after a bit? Um, so it's actually an interesting one. You pro- boys probably wouldn't have heard of him. Malcolm Blight. Um, I know Malcolm Blight. Yeah. <laughs> so, Geelong legend. No. <laughs> what do you mean? He was, he was a coach at Geelong. He did coach Geelong, but he's, he's probably the North Melbourne legend. Yeah, I'm a North Melbourne legend, but yeah. I know he's a Geelong legend. Anyway, he, did, anyway. he did coach Geelong, you're right. Um, so, yeah, he played for North back in the 70s and um, played in a few of their premierships. Um, and whenever I went to my grandma's house, she had like these um, little VHS tapes that she'd put on the TV and it was called Sensational 70s. So it was just highlights of every year through the 70s and he was like dominating at that time. So I just fell in love with the way he played um, and he sort of became my main idol. But probably more recently, being a North fan growing up, guys like Brent Harvey, Drew Petrie, yeah. um, those sorts of names, they were the ones I looked up to. Yeah, Dyson Apple, those kind of players. <laughs> <laughs> other than football in general, did you have any other people that you looked up to? Uh, my parents were a big one. Um, Dad played a bit of footy himself, so he was sort of my, my second coach, I guess. After every game, he'd sort of tell me how I went. But, yeah, mum's a big inspiration for me. Um, and i got a few other family members that I look up to, but, yeah, mum and dad were the main ones. Yeah, right. So um, let's sort of go back to, like, six months um, six months ago. That doesn't make sense. Like, a year ago, yeah. <laughs> when you got, <laughs> when you got um, picked up by the Calder Cannons, what was... Um, what was the whole process like when you sort of got found out that you're getting called up? Hmm. Yeah, so it was, it was a bit funny. So I wasn't actually sure if I was going to play for the, the school side at the start of the year, as you guys might remember. <laughs> <laughs> you could have had two premierships. Yeah, could have, could have. Um, Soccer game. Yeah. <laughs> for those that didn't know. Um, yeah, so I managed, I um, got convinced by the boys to play for the school footy side, uh, which turned out to be a good decision in the end. Um, so started playing with them and sort of started off the season pretty well. Um, and because, as you boys know, we've got, we had Harry Jones in our team who got drafted to Essendon. He had a lot of interest from AFL clubs. So recruiters would come watch him play um, in our school side. And when they were there, I just happened to be playing well one day, I guess, um, and started to get a bit of interest. And then I think a few weeks later, um, our coach got a call from the Calder Cannons um, talent manager, Tom Lonigan, And he sort of said, oh, Lucky, do you want to just come down, train with us for a few weeks? No guarantees, but uh, we'll try and, try and get you a game um, and see how you go. And things sort of picked up from there. I played a few games for Calder and gained a little bit more interest and things went on from there. Right. So you played six games with them. Well, how are those six games for you? Like, what were you able to take from them? Um, it was pretty interesting. So being the first time, like, training with an elite program, as they called it, um, I did gain a lot of, a lot of knowledge. Um, so our coach, Ross Smith, played, played footy himself. Um, and he was, he was really good for me. He sort of gave me that confidence because I didn't start off too well. Um, my first game was all right, but up, my second game was was pretty woeful. But he sort of said, "Look, mate, we're gonna we're gonna keep playing you. We just want to keep seeing what you can bring," and that sort of instilled a lot of confidence in me. And I sort of started picking up my game from there. Um, and yeah, I just started to learn learn different things. Uh, played on the wing for Calder, so picked up a bit of bit of insight into how to play that that position. Um, and yeah, sort of just had fun really and. Um, 
things took off. Yeah. Um, you were a part of that first uh, first team at Pegs who won the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, what was sort of your highlight overall from that year? Um, so in year 11 or year 12? That is the biggest flex I've ever heard in my life. I didn't. I, <laughs> I didn't no, play. I didn't play in the year eleven one. Well, so. then, it's the year twelve one then. Year twelve. So yeah, year twelve was a good year. Um, we had a pretty pretty talented side. So. Um, just playing with your mates, as you've always known, playing uh, school sport with your mates, heaps of fun. Um, so that was sort of the focus for us, just enjoying ourselves. And we knew that if we were enjoying ourselves, we'd play good footy and hopefully get the results. Um, I think I think probably a few highlights. I played a decent game against Marsland in the second round. Um, and as you might know, going out to play Marsland at Marsland is pretty, yeah. pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. So we actually finally got a win over them at their home ground, which was pretty exciting for us as a team. And I think that gave us confidence to keep going from there. Um, and then, yeah, just won our first final and got into the grand final, which was a pretty hectic game. Um, thought things sort of went this way and that way, but we ended up getting the win in the end. And, uh, yeah, it was probably a highlight for the whole year, not just footy-wise. Yeah, the amount of abuse I dished out at that uh, final <laughs> game on the boundary line. That ginger kid was kicking from the pocket, and he dropped punt like crazy. he dropped punt, kicked it through the middle, and I was like, oh. I was just oh, giving it to I him, and he was lined up for shot. I remember that, and um, Man, it was like near was... the end of the third quarter, just like right in front of everyone. Yeah, he just everybody. did one of these ones, and I was just like, ah, tosser. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say much to that. He just kicked it. Yeah, he kicked the goal. Like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Good on mate. Good on you, mate. <laughs> uh, for backstory for the Marsland people, uh, we lost to them like in three grand finals in a row or something, like at their home ground. For backstory mm-hmm. for those people. But um, speaking about the grand final, what do you remember from that? Like, what's that one thing that stood out from that grand final win? Because you had a pretty good game that day, I'm going to say. Best on ground, basically. Oh, I don't uh, know about that. We had a few good players. Um, yeah, we had a few good. Uh, I don't know. I think just... As you said, when that when that redheaded kid kicked that goal in the third quarter, we were like four goals down going into three quarter time. I was just like, oh no, like is this really going to happen? And then somehow we just managed to come back um, and just get on a roll in the last quarter. Yeah. Um, I think it was when I, was it Finn Dolan who kicked oh, the goal, yeah, the goal yeah, to put yeah, us yeah. in front. He took this massive pack Scream. mark and then put us in front. And then after that, it was just like crazy scenes everyone was going nuts yeah everyone um, really got up but yeah i think that goal that goal probably stood out other than the final siren that, that was the goal i think <laughs> I, I remember in that game um what's it called who's, who's the other young kid that played in that team J- jammer J- jamison jarvis yeah mate he took a bloody ripper mark in jammer, the yeah. and then he butchered the kick and i was like oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, kiddo, what are you doing? You, you stuffed it. No, I had to. I skipped a six period geography that and that grand final. <laughs> I think everyone, I think everyone, yeah, everyone, everyone skipped periods. <laughs> Just to get out there and watch. Uh, if, you, if you can, Taku, insert the clip of everyone running onto the field now when we uh, won the grand final. <laughs> mm. I think I have it, actually. I think I have it. Yeah, that's a, that's a serious <laughs> kind of thing. All right. Um, so let's sort of <laughs> moving on to your sort of drafting process. What was that like 
sort of um going into like that drafting sort of time frame. Yeah, so sense. as you said, it was probably um, five six months before the the national draft that I started playing with Calder, um, and then I reckon it would have been the week of the grand final. So mid August was when I had my first interview with the club. Um, so that was. Uh, GWS so I just went and met with them I was pretty casual um, but it was a good experience to sort of get my first interview out of the way Um, and they they asked some interesting questions to sort of figure out what you're about um, what kind of person you are Um, and yeah it's a good experience um, just just for life in general like any job interview it's it's good to sort of go through that and understand what it's all about Um, and then from there, I met with a few other clubs. Um, but going into the draft, Adelaide was probably the one that um, myself and my family and my manager thought were the most interested, um, just in the way they approached the interviews and sort of they were dropping hints here and there. Um, but as, as everyone says, you don't actually know going into draft night. Um, but what we thought uh, was that I'd get picked up late in the draft and just happened to be a bit earlier than everyone expected. So it was a bit of a surprise in the end, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it was a good, good experience for me to go through that whole uh, interview and drafting process. It sort of gives you, teaches you a few life lessons, life lessons, which I've hung on to. Right. So you were the 48th pick of the draft. Like, first of all, like my first question for this is, did you know that you were going to be picked by the Crows before they actually announced the pick? No, so unlike um, the NFL or maybe the NBA where they, they give you a call beforehand and go, oh, we're going to pick you up, you don't actually know. Um, yeah. I think the top top sort of five, they know that they're going to pick, be picked up, so they're yeah. just waiting for their name to be called. Um, but, yeah, I had no idea. So um, as, as you know, we, we're actually on our little post, post-exams trip um, oh, yeah, call, call, call it schoolies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't go to that thing. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, I, I came Spain. home early from that, um, thinking like oh, I'll I'll go home just in case I get picked up. Um, I didn't really have any expectations going into it, so I was actually just sitting at home on the couch with like mum and dad just chilling out just watching it like uh i don't because it it was a three-day process last year so it was that the top 20 or whatever on the first night then the rest of the national draft on the second night then the rookie draft on the third day so my manager sort of was saying oh if it's going to be like at any time it'll probably be in the rookie draft so that's what we were sort of waiting to watch so i was watching the second night just like just out of interest, really. And they just happened to call my name. And I sort of, we sort of looked at each other like, wait, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> <It's> me. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, didn't, we didn't expect it at all. So we just all like kind of looking at each other like, oh, what do we do now? Um, so yeah, that was a massive, massive surprise. Um, and obviously a pleasant one for me. And then after that, the phone just started going crazy. So yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool experience in the end. 
all the boys giving you a call from schoolies and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember I, we were all, all the stories. Yeah, all, I think we're all together. I think I think, actually think everyone all got our. our yeah, friends. you're all together. That's and right. we're, we were watching. I think Jonesy got drafted. Everyone going yeah. off. Yeah. And then we started, we had it going on. And then, like, you got dropped. Everyone's like, oh, shit, Glenn got dropped. <laughs> and I think, like, I think we were with Joel. Joel tried to call you. Everyone's like, everyone's trying to call you. And everyone's like, <laughs> but it, was, yeah. it was crazy. It was crazy not. I was in the car with my dad and they announced your name. And I was like, what the fuck? That's Colin. <laughs> I was like, hold on. <laughs> Wait a that, minute. <laughs> that was everyone's reaction. <laughs> so, um, yeah, go on. Yeah, everyone, like, I think what you just said, that was everyone's reaction. We're all just like, like hold on. <laughs> That's him, right? That's my mate. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was a pleasant surprise, that's for sure. It's one of those ones you always look forward to. So, I mean, moving on. How's your move been, like, your transition from Melbourne to Adelaide been? Like, how have you been coping over there? Um, yeah, so it's been a bit of a strange one. Um, the first few months were obviously pretty normal, but since, since COVID-19 has struck um it's it's all been sort of thrown out of whack but yeah. so to start with um so i got drafted on like the thursday night or something and i was on a plane to adelaide by sunday um so it was a pretty quick turnaround and after a few tears from mum i managed to get out of the house <laughs> um so yeah i got got there um got picked up by three of the players that i was staying with so in your first month, each club sort of does it differently, but I think most clubs do it the way Adelaide does it. Um, in your first month that, the, that you're there, you stay with a player to sort of um, get you involved in all the things that the players do. So I stayed with three of the younger boys in their, in their bachelor pad. So um, not sure if you know them, but Lockie Murphy, Miles Baholke and Elliot Himmelberg. Um, uh, yeah, he's related to Harry from GWS. Yeah. So you might know him. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I stayed with them for the first three weeks and they sort of, um, got me involved with everyone. Um, and that sort of just made it a lot, a lot easier for me being able to spend time with players outside the club and get to know everyone. Um, but the transition itself was, was pretty easy. Like the guys, everyone at the club, players, staff, everyone was just so welcoming. Um, and that just made it a whole lot easier. So it, it sort of felt as if. Like I was going to a place that I'd already been, so it didn't feel like a new environment because they just made it made it feel so um, warm and welcome. Um, so that was the first three weeks, and then went home for the Christmas break, like most players do, and then came back. And since then, I've been living with a host family with one of the other draftees, Ronan O'Connor from um, Perth. Um, so we live here with two two Adelaide supporters who like sponsor the club. Um, and yeah, they look after us and do cook, clean, all that for us, which is which is really handy. Um, and yeah, it's just been a great great start to uh, to life in Adelaide. <coughs> Shout out to Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, has anyone has any players sort of taken you under their um, wing and said, "Oh, this is how we sort of do stuff"? Hmm. Yeah. So, first three weeks, uh, one of the guys I was living with, Lucky Murphy. Um, He's he's a forward line player like myself, so he sort of showed me showed me around the club, um, looked after me really well. But the other two boys were great as well. Um, but since we've sort of really got stuck into it, since we came back from the Christmas break, um, playing in the forward line, you sort of spend most of the time with the other forwards. So um, guys like Tom Lynch, Tex Walker, the senior forward line players, yes. they've been um, huge for me. Um, I've learned heaps of stuff about 
being being a football player and more specifically a, a forward um, from them. And Tom Lynch, especially, he sort of um, taken taken me under his wing and um, showed me the ropes a bit. And he just sort of looks after me. Um, but yeah, every every senior player, every player at the club, really good, really good guys, and they look after us. Right. <clears throat> so, if anyone that hasn't watched a game, Colin, uh, mm. how would you describe it to them if you were? Right. Okay. Hot headed. That's the first one I'm going for. Being hot enough, mate. Me. Yeah. <laughs> describe myself. Oh, I thought you meant. I thought you meant describe AFL. No, um, no, your game, your game, your game by yourself, your game. Um, okay, <laughs> not hot-headed. <laughs> nah, um, I'd describe myself as a a smart footballer. So I feel like I'm a good good ball user. Um, pretty composed. Um, I like to be in the contest. So. As a forward line player, you know, sort of jumping at every ball that comes my way, um, trying to take a mark. If not, just provide a contest. Um, yeah, not sure, not sure what else to say about myself. <laughs> it's fair, it's funny because in in the draft process, they they um, ask you how you describe yourself, like just as a person and as a footballer. And it's weird once you put on the spot, you like can't talk about yourself. And you just <laughs> sort of seize up. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Probably just a smart footballer who's um, not too quick, um, not overly athletic, but yeah, just smart and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> not, not overly athletic. That is the most cap I've heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is finishing like top ten in the cross country every year. No, no, it's not athletic. Oh come on, come I have on. this. I have this one memory when we played like football back in like year eight. And like you just kicked a goal, and you look at the biggest player in the field, you just go up to him, you do one of these ones, <laughs> and, just, and then Willow just looks at you, and goes, "Go, what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> I was just like, "Mate, what are you doing?" <laughs> uh, but mate, that was the funniest thing. Everyone just looked at you like, "What the fuck's this?" <laughs> no, nah, I think it's different now. Um, yeah, no. Playing against a few bigger boys, you're, like, you're not scared. <laughs> going at the text walk in, you know, like, in a just going. And what, mate? Nah, <laughs> we're not doing that anymore. Sorry, thanks. Oh, nah, I'm trying oh. to look after myself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to have speed. Stop saying Spain, relax. Like, Spain. All right, anyway, anyway, Spain. Right, so you're still very young, only 19 years old. What Have you set any goals like that you want to achieve as your career pans out? Um, yeah, so once, once you get into the club as sort of a younger player um we have development coaches who look after us so um they sort of talk to us about what we want to get out of ourselves and how we want to um progress um and more recently we've been talking about little small goals to tick off in order to progress as a footballer um we're, we're trying not to think too much about um the bigger picture just yet uh, that'll sort of pan out um, by itself but I think the goal for every every draftee is to play their first AFL game. So not really sure when that'll be um, or if at all, but hopefully um, if I if I put in the work, I'll, I'll get to play a game one day, which would be nice. Um, so that's probably the, the short-term goal at the moment um, and just trying to learn as much as I can right now so I can 
progress my game and be able to play at the AFL level soon, hopefully. Beautiful. Now, so we got some of the, as I said before, we got some of the followers to ask us some questions to ask you. But yep. the first couple of questions are from us because, I mean, mm-hmm. we know you're an avid NBA supporter. Yep, yep. Sometimes. And this, <laughs> sometimes, this, sometimes. When it's going well. <laughs> yeah, when it's, when it's going well for you, you are. But this one's the most important question. Right? Yep. Who is the NBA GOAT? Oh, Okay, all so time, time. I guess I can sense some cat coming right now. <laughs> <laughs> Smell it from a mile away. Anyway, go on, go on, go on. Let the men speak, Tuck. <laughs> nah, nah, I, I, I had a few names in mind just to try and be funny, but I'll, I'll be serious. Um, <laughs> so I think Oscar after knows. watching, after watching. <laughs> After watching the last dance, I think the uh, the goat discussion is has um, gone to another level. But I've I've seen a few things um, in terms of the best player and the greatest. So I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna approach it that way. So I think the right, greatest right. is Michael Jordan, based on you know championships um, and ability, all that. But I think the best basketball player, like all-round basketballer, would have to be LeBron for mine. That's a, you, know, you know what? You know what? That's that's fair enough. We'll that's half, fair half enough. Point, half a point each way. You know, we'll do the. We'll you know, we'll do, we'll do half point. We'll <laughs> keep a tally. Each. We'll do it. But I, that's that's probably the best explanation we've heard so far, to be honest. Mm. Except yeah, we have like legit actual basketball players having haven't um explained it better <laughs> yeah. they just they just go yeah i'm gonna go michael jordan that's it that's that's, that's, that's not the too fair um Todd james majok explained it really well when he said kobe i'll give him that he, yeah, he said kobe well. so it's just like you know i can't argue with him but he's kobe, but he's kobe but yeah but i you know what, i i agree with that like michael jordan's accolades Mm. are just on another level you can't touch that but like yeah lebron james as a basketball player's basketball mind his ability it's yeah, something it. so you gotta you gotta give them that you gotta give them that yeah you know you know so as an equally important question mm. who is your afl goat this is this is a difficult one to be honest oh that that is that is a good question um i'd probably say gary ablett senior yeah so he, he probably didn't have the lengthy career um that some of the other goats of the game had um but in terms of what he could do on the field um like just tearing games apart like turning it's on turning them on its head i think he's he's probably the greatest player of all time yeah i kind of go with that man kicked nine goals in a losing grand final yeah, can, you, can crazy, you argue man. with the man on a wing right. can you argue with the man <laughs> can you argue with the man all right so moving on to the followers questions this one's from this uh sam o'shea is that how we say it? is that going to happen he goes as a junior what position were you playing in football yeah so a bit of everywhere to be honest um i think yeah at, at my club we sort of had like the policy that you had to you know, give everyone a fair go in all positions um, and everyone had to play the sort of same amount of game time. So I think I've, the best way to describe it is I've played everywhere, but not for any lengthy period of time. So as I sort of got older, um, because our age groups would go up in in like groups of two, so you'd have 14s, 16s, 18s, in my bottom age year, I predominantly played in like half back sort of area. 
Um, and then top age, I'd play in the midfield, but I've like pretty well played everywhere. I played a little bit in the rock, <laughs> bit up forward, back pocket, forward pocket, wing, pretty well everywhere. But yeah, now I'm playing um, in the forward line. Just um, call them the utility. Sometime. So um so then next question from Peter Coronius. That's me, that's me. Wait, wait, let him speak. <laughs> um he goes, How's the culture been down at the Crows this season? Um, really good actually. So uh, I think the outside noise would probably tell you that um, we're struggling a bit and we're not going to like shy away from the fact that we're, we're losing games at the moment um, and the results haven't come. But internally, we're doing um, a, a mountain of work to progress as a football club, um, both on and off the field. And I think if you were to come inside and see, see what we've been doing, um, it's, it's great. So, even when we're losing, obviously we're disappointed each week with the result, but the the energy around the club um, and the excitement about um, how we're progressing is just been on another level. So um, as a young guy coming in, I've been looked after great by older boys, um, other players, staff. Um, I can't, can't say a bad thing about it. So I think the culture has been really good. Um, and I think that'll start to come through in results soon enough. Thanks, Peter. <clears throat> Questions, like another question from Sam. He goes, um, in the summer months, how do you keep your body in shape? Right. So um, as soon as we finish um, our season, we're given an off-season program to complete. So that'll consist of um, three main running sessions um, and gym uh, three or four times a week so our program doesn't really change too much it's a slightly lower load um, and obviously there's no games to play but we still run plenty um, do football drills as well and we sort of try and get together in in groups um, to sort of complete complete the program with each other but there's there's no um, real lengthy time off so it's it's pretty easy if you complete the program to stay in shape yeah, right. Um, next question is from John Newitt. This <laughs> question is... Um, who is do, you can't see that. You can't see that. Who have your um, best mates been at Adelaide? Um, best mate. So I've spent, as I said, a lot of time with the forward line. Um, but we also spend a lot of time in sort of age groups. So the older boys get looked after, they get the good time slots um, for gym and uh, meetings and stuff like that. Um, whereas the younger boys sort of have to hang around a bit longer at the club. Um, so I spend a lot of time with them in their group. So um, the guy I'm living with, Ron O'Connor, as I said before, he's a WA boy and living with him. I obviously spent a lot of time with him. So we get along um, really well. He's a, he's a great bloke. Um, and we, we look after each other. Um, so him, uh, all the draftees really, Harry Schoenberg, Fisher Maxey, Josh Worrell. Um, we're, we're getting along really well. So we spend a lot of time both inside and outside the club hanging out. Um, 
but second year boys, Lockie Shoal, Will Hamill, Chase Jones, um, Jordan Butts, they're, they're sort of the core group um, of the younger guys. So we, we spend a lot of time together um, and hang out, but there's, there's quite a few funny guys at the club. Tex Walker's one is is real real amusing. Um, <laughs> um, ben Crocker came from Collingwood this year. He's he's a great great laugh. Um, Ned McHenry, Benny Davis. There's a few characters <clears throat> floating around, so they're all good to spend time with and have a laugh with. Right. Uh, question from uh, Tom Bowden. He goes, "What is your favourite thing to do in your spare time, and why is it watch the West Indies versus English cricket?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, I think I think we all know that Bado is the only one that watches West Indies <laughs> <laughs> cricket in his spare time. Oh my god, Bado, you're a legend. He's my goalkeeper. No, shout out Bado, shout out Bado, shout out Bado, champion, champion goalkeeper. Won us, the, won us the Premiership in our soccer. Won us the flag and goal scorer. Could have been there, Golan. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been Marvitt. Added. Oh. Oh. The grand uh, final um, needed. The grand, the grand needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jonesy kicked four behinds in the grand final. How are you going to call Jonesy like that? Anything yeah, that's... Call Jonesy out. Is he next? Yeah, he's going to be soon, hopefully. Come on and explain yourself, Jonesy. <laughs> <laughs> four behinds. How is it possible? <laughs> I think it was actually five. Just oh! <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> he, <played Yeah>. NFL. <laughs> he carried, mate. He carried in the ruck. Oh. So, um, sort of <laughs> moving more to like the business side of the league. What was yeah. that process behind um signing an agent? Um, yeah, so it was an interesting one. I had when I started playing good school footy. I had um one of the guys associated with Pegs. Uh, he was an old boy. He um works with his dad as an agent. Um, he sort of approached me because he'd been watching a few Pe- Pegs games and sort of put his offer forward. Um. And he was, he was a really good guy. Um, but I had a guy that I knew personally. Um, don't know if you remember in Paris, Scott Lucas. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Casual yeah. Scott Lucas, mate. He's serious. Yeah, so... Um, Eight goals uh, in one quarter on his left boot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ex, um, ex, ex-player. Um, and he's now an agent himself, uh, manager, um, whatever you want to call it. And I sort of know him because he, he lives nearby, um, back home in Melbourne. So... Um, I sort of uh, had had some discussions with him and signed with him in the end and um, probably a good decision because he's looked after me very well. So, um, yeah, it wasn't wasn't a lengthy process. I sort of just spoke to him about what, what he thought of me and where I'm headed and sort of decided to go with him. I'm, guess it, I'm guessing this is another question from either Joel or Bowden, mm. but they go, why do you wear long sleeve jer- uh, jerseys? <laughs> What's with the long sleeves, guys? So, um, big, big um, secret here. I don't actually wear long sleeve jerseys that often. <laughs> just, what happened was um, in the little like snippet video of me um, that Adelaide used after the draft, it, like all the clips were from one game and it just happened to be the game I was wearing a long sleeve jersey. <laughs> so they sort of ran, ran with the fact that I'm a long sleeve wearer, um, but I actually haven't worn one since. So. 
we can we can say I have long sleeve energies, but I actually don't. So <laughs> long sleeve energy. Oh my God. <laughs> I, love, I was um, when I was doing like when I was doing all the research for the episode. I think mm-hmm. I clicked on one of the Adelaide posts. And I was reading the comments. Someone yeah. goes, "Another long sleeve Jersey boy." <laughs> Just cracking up. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually a fraud. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're a fraud. You're ruining it. <laughs> You're ruining it. <laughs> You just quote me. Yeah, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. So, <laughs> you picked to wear the number forty-four. Was there a specific reason why you picked to wear that number? Um. Well, on our first day at the club, I was actually one of the last draftees in, so I didn't really have a lot of numbers to choose from. Um. I think it was either thirty-seven or forty-four. I uh, I just like the sound of forty four, you know. Forty four, shut the door. <laughs> Eighty eight, shut the gate. That's it. That's if it. You know, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. So if you know, I, you know. Text people. If you know, you know. So I just thought, yep, forty four, shut the door. Let's do it. <laughs> so, um, have you been given a nickname yet by uh, any of your teammates? <laughs> yeah, I have. Um, so my nickname is Squiggles. and um it's it's stuck pretty well um no one really calls me lucky anymore so it's just just squiggles around the club so story behind it um so i'd only been at the club for sort of a month or so um and i thought like i'll be a good good big brother um and i'll get my, my younger sister a little signed jersey um so I thought I asked I asked Lucky Murphy who I was living with. I'm like, do you reckon I'll I'll cop cop a bit of a flack if I um, get the boys to sign a jersey for me for a Christmas present? And he's like, ah, oh, you you'll get it. You'll, you'll get a few comments, but it's it's nothing too bad. So little little did I know that that was just going to end badly. <laughs> so I, I got the boys to sign the jersey, and I missed a few. Um, I missed a few uh, signatures and I, I like, I wanted to make sure I got all of them. So I was going around on the last day we were there. We were having like a little um, Christmas breakup, if you want to call it that. And um, you know, everyone was enjoying lunch, having a bit of fun. And I was like going around trying to get people to sign this. <laughs> so um, we, uh, we were doing like a little, introduction of the draftees at the Christmas lunch and getting them up and everyone had to say like a few fun facts about themselves. And as I got called up, um, one of, one of the boys shouted out, Oh, here he is, Mr. Signature. And then one of the other boys shouted out squiggles. <laughs> and the whole team just started calling me squiggles and it's, it stuck in. So. <laughs> squiggles. I am lucky squiggles going. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it does that's stick. What I'll, I'll put on the episode name. That's, that's, that's the episode. <laughs> the Swiss Army Knife Squiggles. <laughs> Call it. That's it. First he had the shtick, now he's shticker. Now he's a uh, sticker. Now he's squiggles. I haven't heard that one in a while. Shticker. Shticker. So you're obviously a rookie. Um, have you had to perform any rookie duties yet? Um, not really. There's a bit of stigma about that. Like if you're one of the younger boys, you get sort of told what to do, but not really. There's, I had to burst your bubble, but there's not much that goes on like that. You just... Rats. <laughs> <laughs> Rats. <laughs> nah, it's just sort of like, 
um, just not getting in the way of the older boys or else, you know, you might get a cliff over the year. But, yeah, there's there's no rookie duties, really. Yeah, fair enough. So, do you have any, like, specific pre-game routine that you have to go through? Superstitions. Um, Superstitions, not, no? not really. I was watching watching your last episode, um, and I'm I'm nothing nothing like him. I, I don't really have sort of any like strict strict thing that I have to do. I don't mind to sleep in before a game. Um, the naps, the nap is vital. Don't sleep on sleep, boys. Don't sleep on sleep. Don't sleep on sleep. That's my new. That's gonna be the new slogan for the whatever. I love it. I love it. Don't sleep on sleep. This for decision. Don't sleep on sleep. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Nah, not really. Um, yeah. Yeah, I put my socks on before my boots. No boots first. Nah, not oh. really. I sort of wake up and just roll in, do my thing. Sort of just listen to a bit of music, get myself a bit pumped up. But yeah, nothing, who's, nothing who's special. The, who's the pre-game tunes? Who, who, who um, any? Yeah, oh, not not me. Benny Davis plays his um his sort of his dance music. I've actually had a new like sort of love for dance music because it's all we listen to in the gym and around the club. So <laughs> it's just dance music twenty four seven. Um dance. Yeah, Benny Davis. He's he's the one on the tunes. Um so whatever he dishes up, sometimes some pretty pretty crazy stuff, but um yeah, nothing nothing in particular. <laughs> um when you're not like when you're not practicing, um what do you what do you guys normally do? Um, well, we can't really do much of the at the moment because of the restrictions on footballers. So we can't like go hang out in places. So we can't go sit down and have have a bite to eat at a restaurant or anything. But uh, there's plenty of keen golfers at the club. So I'm I'm horrible at golf, but I'll, I don't mind tagging along every now and again just for a bit of bit of a laugh. Um, so a bit of that. Uh, head down to the beach a fair bit. Um, the weather. Weather in Adelaide's pretty consistent, so you can sort of pick your days to go to the beach. Um, yeah, apart from that, a uh, bit of a gamer, so on the on the PlayStation a fair bit, but yeah, nothing, 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 um, nothing crazy apart from that. Um, she was gonna say, have you had any like? Have you had, actually? This this isn't on the script. Have you had any like um, like fan experiences yet while you're out? Um, oh my god, it's Lucky Gallant. <laughs> no. It's Squiggles. <laughs> that one's gonna um, stick, mate. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm stuck already. <laughs> um, not not myself. Um, whenever the first sort of couple of weeks that we hear, um, if we went out with Fisher Mackesy, who got drafted at pick six or pick eight, maybe I can't remember which one. He was sort of the face of Adelaide's draft group. So if we went out with him, a few people would sort of notice him and turn their heads a bit, but no one really noticed us, us uh, plebs at the back of the draft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what it reminds me of? I remember 2K17 and then Prez gets drafted and then Justice Young. Am I, have you, oh my God, it's like Justice I know what you're talking about. That's just like, like, no, like And then Prez, now when Prez gets like all the attention and then Justice Young's just in the back grinding. Like, that's it, that's it, bang. Um, But no, I think my first sort of experience was a pretty funny one. Um, we were at like 
a, a kid's day. So we went to this joint and they had rides and stuff and the kids were sort of wandering around um, and all the players were just filtering through saying hi to, hi to people. Um, and cause you know, the players were dressed up in their, in their crows gear. Um, a little kid came up to me with his jumper and he's like, ah, oh. um, his mum, like he was a bit shy cause he was pretty young and his mum was like, Oh, do you mind signing this for him? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. So I sort of bent down and like, started signing and I'm like oh do you know um this is this is the first signature I've ever done for a fan and he's like ah oh. <laughs> 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 he's like yeah uh, uh, okay yep and then just walked <laughs> off and I was like okay fair enough you don't know who I am <laughs> see you later ship on your bike man <laughs> thanks he was for just that. trying to he was trying to rack up numbers he didn't care yeah that's it yeah it was just all about the signatures not about the players <laughs> Coast Which is fair enough. I was I was the same too when I was younger. So can't <laughs> complain. Goes to prep the next day. Hey, I mean, <laughs> hey, look at my signatures. Who's that? Yeah, no idea. Probably. Oh my god. I don't remember the name. So, Gollum, we know you're a pretty bright kid uh, off the field. If you were playing footy, what job profession do you reckon you'd be doing? Or what do you reckon you would be doing? Um. Yeah, I'd be at uni, um, probably studying commerce, I think, uh, with a hope to get a job in the business world one day. Um, yeah, just going to uni and I'd probably still be playing footy, um, having a bit of fun with that, um, spend a bit more time with mates and stuff. But yeah, just going to uni would be my go, I reckon. Awesome. <laughs> and our final question. As you said, you achieved your dream. You made it to the AFL. Do you have any advice for a young Australian kid out there who's looking to go pro in football in the future? Um, um, yeah, just believe in yourself. Don't give up, I think. Um, as I said, I, I didn't really um, have much interest from, from any clubs or any programs until I was, you know, six months out of the draft um, in my draft year. So um, just, just keep sticking at it. Um, do your thing, work hard, and you know, hopefully you you get get lucky like I did. I mean, yeah, I guess that's a good advice to end on. Uh, thank you so much, Colin, for joining us. That's going to be a wrap for this episode. No, um, thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, check out all the um, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit. YouTube, all that stuff in the description. Kremlin Mahogany links are in the description as well. Gollant's Instagram, I want to say, yep. will be in the description. No, or I'm <laughs> nice. I normally don't do that, but you know, I'm a nice guy. Because he's because he's a close yeah, friend. He is. So we'll put him in there. We'll put him in there. Look after me. You look after me. Gets like one follower from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be me. <laughs> I'm already following. Uh, anyway, that's going to be it for the episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Colin. And um, we'll yeah, see you guys next week. Next episode next week. Peace. Peace. Cheers, boys. Peace.